What a feed. Try to get stick on stick, limit those assisting plays. Passes off. There's the cut and a goal. Absolutely mind-blowing. Terrific save. She takes it and scores. They don't make excuses. They keep believing. The woman up, they get the extra possession out of the false start. And there it is. A flamethrower from the stick. They turn. Hello, welcome back. Welcome everyone. Welcome back to Chicks with Sticks. Hello, hello. I'm Delaney. And I'm Ashley. And we are happy to have you back for episode 24. Mm-hmm. So many. I know. It's kind of crazy. Soon it's gonna be a year. Maybe not that soon. It's like April, but like really we started making it in the last week of May mm-hmm. slash mm-hmm. beginning of June. Yeah. That was when we started recording. Her her conception is, it's almost a year since her conception and um, like three months till her, her birthday. Dead, dead, dead. Yeah. Yeah. That was a... a a quick pregnancy for the yeah the, gest- the gestation period for podcasts is only about a month a little over a month <laughs> you are quick workers what can I say oh yeah um, so so how are you what's new I'm pretty good um I actually just got back from visiting home which has been nice I wish I could have been there longer but because I coach, I have games and practices. So I am here back in WP, White Plains. Um, I was thinking about this the other day. How weird is it that both of the places that I have lived in besides my home, like after my hometown have been like a two-part name and then both start with a W, Wilkes Bear and White Plains. WP, WP? Yeah, WP, WP. Wait, I just want to say, I don't know. I knew you meant. So what you're, just to clarify, we are recording this um, after, right after Easter break. Um, our, we're just recording the intro. We have our, our second episode, um, our second part of Haley's episode. Um, yeah. But we were just home for Easter break. Tell them about your, your animal friends. Yes. Oh my gosh. So my little sister is turning 18 this year. Actually, the episode comes out on her birthday. Oh my gosh. Happy birthday. Wait, can we name it that? Oh my gosh. She would be honored. Oh yes. Okay. You should be honored, Darby. As you should be. Thank you you for being our 18 to 22 or whatever. <laughs> well, she was like the 16. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was like, but 15, now she's gonna 17. be in the 18 to 22. Mm-hmm. Now you're in our new age group. Good job, Dar. Um, but we <laughs> we unfortunately have lost our family, furry friends, and pets um the past year and a half or so. And so it's been pretty sad, but We've been fine. And for her birthday, she had mentioned to me a long time ago, she was like, oh my God, wouldn't it be crazy if you could convince mom and dad to get me a kid? And I would be like, 
oh my god wouldn't that be crazy if I did that that would be crazy and I was like "Mm, they're never gonna go for it they're literally never gonna go for it and she was like oh you're right and to be fair my parents have been like you're not we're we're done with animals we're not doing it we're not doing it because you know they're gonna like retire in like five years which is also kind of crazy um but they just like didn't they didn't want to do pets again because of life but I use my little lawyering skills and I set up a very convincing PowerPoint and I sent it to my parents and it was um, extremely persuasive and it worked. And so we have been looking for kit, a kitten for a while and we wanted to give her a kitten on her actual birthday or when we gave her the gifts and everything, but then we couldn't find one because you know they have to be old enough to take home and we wanted one that had its vaccinations and whatnot. So then we ended up like giving her a bunch of cat stuff. And she was like, are you kidding? Are you being serious right now? And we were like, Darby, why would we kid? And she was like, I'm just checking. I'm just checking. And it was so cute. So then we went to the Beverly Animal Shelter, which is near me, like my hometown when I was there. And it was literally yesterday. We walk in, there's kittens and they're like, actually you can't take them home yet because I guess they have to be three pounds. I didn't know that, but they have to be like three pounds to get uh, spayed or neutered when you're a kitten and they're not yet. So they were looking for foster homes and then there was five of them and they were like, do you want to like at least take some to foster? And I was like, there's no way they're going to go for that. But ladies and gentlemen, Robin and Bob Lukowski did indeed go for fostering three kittens in our house and they are the cutest little things I've ever seen in my life and I love them so much. Oh my gosh. And literally for 24 hours, I, we were just infatuated with them and they're full of the devil and I love them already. Yeah. Um, okay. So first of all, yeah, the, the PowerPoint thing is not a lie. Um, maybe we could, maybe we could toss a few slides up on the, <laughs> on the Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. a couple, a couple weeks ago, I was like talking to Delaney and I was like, Oh, like, are you doing homework? And you were like, no, I'm just making a PowerPoint to convince my parents to get Darby a cat. I was like, oh, okay, great. I don't want to disturb you. Um, but also <laughs> just now our coach texted in our group chat about um, setting up a, a Lululemon order through like the ice hockey team's contact. And literally this is the first time I've ever seen Allie respond in a group chat. <laughs> oh, I love you all. That's so funny. <laughs> Oh, Ali Jolly, all I want for you in life is, well, I want a lot of things for you in life, but one of them is the fact that I think you should be a Lululemon rep and for Lulu to sponsor you. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, <laughs> like I want her to be like a department head or whatever, or like the CEO yes. of Lululemon. And a model and oh, all yes. of it. I yes. want her to all do it all. All of them, girl bossing. Um, girl bossing. Speaking of Ali Jolly, um, she's getting married this weekend. <laughs> she is indeed getting married this weekend. Mm, yeah. A fake wedding. Have you guys yeah. ever heard of a frat wedding? Essentially, it's That's that. Kind of that there's no frats at Wilkes. It's a hockey. It's a hockey frat wedding. wedding. Yeah, it's a hockey wedding. Yes. Um, it'll be good quality fun for sure. And mad funny. I cannot wait. I literally, I just... 
Um, I've never been a bridesmaid before, so I'm super honored that I was chosen. We were both chosen as one of Allie's bridesmaids. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, so everything's, everything's, you know, cool, calm, and collected at the Lukowski household, and we're really happy about that. Um, And how was your Ash? Oh, it was good. We're also happy that um, Darby is going to be happy for her birthday. That's good because Delaney was sad that she couldn't be there for her birthday, but um, she was there a little bit before and she swindled her a super great gift um, for super great gifts. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, So yeah, my Easter was good. Um, I, I felt like I worked for most of it. So I really only had um like we had thursday friday saturday sunday off and um hi eric it's nine (laughs) o'clock grammy um anyway yeah so i work thursday and friday and then um i have literally no idea what i did on saturday but I we did our Easter stuff on Sunday. We did a little egg hunt. I hung out with my family, and then I went to Darian's family's, and I got to hide all of his eggs, which is super fun because um, I had them really hard. And then he gets angry, and it's fun for me. That's so funny. <laughs> and his dad was like, he was like, "Wow, it took him so long. Nice job." <laughs> like, thank you. That's so cute. Um, yeah, it's super fun. Each of his like cousins get eight eggs so like the the hunt part is like the the big thing um mm-hmm. and um they do like a like his grandma it's so cute his grandmother puts like numbers in the eggs and then it's like if you get this number then you get a gift or whatever um oh. yeah it's cute it's cute and she got me a card and like some candy and I left the card at her house so Darian had to take it home with, so I don't I don't even know what the card said, but it was fun. <laughs> anyway. Wait, look um, at the picture I just sent you. Oh. <laughs> oh, can we put that on Instagram? <laughs> yeah, I think we have to. I think okay, that good. is the one that on Instagram. Good, 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 good. And I will also be leaving the as you should um for those of you who well everyone who can't see the picture besides ash and i until unless you check the instagram it is my sister with all three of the cats on her on our couch at home and it's adorable so that one will be posted for sure (laughs) yeah so overall easter was pretty good um on both ends of the chicks with sticks spectrum, I suppose. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Um, but now we're back to the grind. Um, Delaney's still off of school, but she has, you know, girl bossing, coaching, etc. to do. Um, so do you think you're actually gonna get work done like while you're there? Or um, I literally have to. Oh, there's okay. no choice. Yeah, there's no choice. I'm gonna outline after we're done recording. So okay, okay, great. So at least I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, because I mean, like, if you're at home, you wouldn't want to do anything. So mm-hmm. exactly. Um, how's your how's your coaching season going? It's good. Um, we're currently two and oh, really Ooh. excited. Um, we I'm really interested to see how this week's games go because they're 
harder. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, I wasn't at practice today because it was before I got back. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I guess they really took a break for Easter <laughs> and it wasn't um, the best we've ever played, but I'm hoping we can pick that back up for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. I mean, like they're JV. So, I mean, we're not a pro team by any means. We're not a college team, but we're working on um, like PowerPoints that they can have with them at all times. Mm-hmm. Well, and by all times, I mean in the group me that right. like move and show how our plays work because it's like hard for them to conceptualize it sometimes. So, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's good though. Because sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's hard to um, see it on a field and it's easier to see it on like PowerPoint or vice versa yeah. for other people. So it's good to have different exactly um, like learning mediums. That's great. Exactly. Are you excited for your travel teams to start? Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, yesterday was one month until our first practice. Um, it's super, I'm so excited. Like the girls that are on our, are on our team, like Cam and I have coached them before. They're a really talented group of girls. And I think the only thing I'm not worried about, but sometimes they do play like, it's like a one man game sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but that, you know, I think we can break that down a little bit and start using more plays and, um, motions so they're actually working off of each other and not just working off of themselves um I also yep. sometimes um they're like blase about like practices and mm-hmm. tournaments and whatever but like I want them to understand that like this is how you get recruited and it's like important that you um care about that because yeah you know if you want to if you want to play you know college lacrosse you have to try hard like it because there's there's just no point in going to the like it's not like oh we're going to the beach like eh, whatever I don't know so but I'm I'm really excited and I don't I mean I don't think that they're gonna um I think that they will meet and exceed my expectations um but I just want to like kind of draw that distinction right in the beginning because I want them to get recruited and I want them to play like at the highest level that they're able I completely agree those are like um, getting away from the one man game and uh, maybe just taking practices a little bit more seriously are things that we're also working on with our team. Wait, anyway. also, doesn't my hair kind of look like this low mane? Yes. <laughs> Did you hear me screenshot it? <laughs> okay. Good. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm super excited and I hope that they're ex- as excited as I am. Um, I think mm-hmm. they, I think they are because they all came from a, a rough situation, um, in a program. Hmm. Speaking of college lacrosse, um, <laughs> good segue. <laughs> It was. It was a good segue. We just, I just paused the recording because Cam came in here and we were talking for a while. So it didn't feel like a good segue to us, but for you, the listeners who are just listening to the audio, um, it will sound like a good segue. So I'll, 
I'll shut up. Yeah, let's talk about how Boston College, who was ranked number one in preseason polls, is now at number four and why. Yeah, um, there was a little bit of an upset. There was a a lot of bit of an upset, actually. Um, Last week, Duke played BC and um, Duke won 15 to 14. Duke was ranked uh, eighth in preseason polls. So and when they played, they were seven. Yeah, they were seven. And it's even crazier because Charlotte North used to go to Duke. I know it's crazy. Ugh. They like, I think, I don't know if it, I think it was lacrosse extras. One of the Instagram accounts I follow, like post a picture of Charlotte North in her Duke Jersey. Like, and it was like matchup this week, whatever. And I was like, Oh, it's, it's literally crazy. Like I was, I mean, like, I think they were up by like seven or something. Yeah. BC yeah. was up on Duke. So I was like, well, here we go. Uh, we all knew this was going to happen. It was and like then, shocker. Yeah, okay. And then they just came back. Um, I don't even know. Like, it was uh, it was crazy. Katie DeSimone is an animal. Mm. Like, I mean, she she essentially led <laughs> the Duke offense. I did not know if you were, like, finishing that thought. And then, <laughs> sorry, sorry. There was a really long pause because I was, like, looking at something on my laptop and I was pulling up and stuff. And then you were like, She's an animal. And I was like, mm. well, I thought you were going to say something. So that's why I stopped. But she essentially led the Duke off. <laughs> Sorry. They la- the last time they played was in 2018. I know. That's crazy. Wait. In the first quarter, Duke had six and BC had three. Really? Yeah. And then second quarter, Duke had five. BC four and then third three and three and then oh, in the fourth right. it was Duke two BC five yes which is insane the save Kennedy Everson made off of Charlotte North's eight meter in the fourth quarter was sick I don't know if you saw it yes unreal unreal mm-hmm. like yeah. that was. <laughs> Not to not to make this about me, but um, that's literally how I felt when we played FDU and I made a one-on-one save with Katie Walsh. <laughs> Katie Walsh is my Charlotte North. <laughs> Katie Walsh is the Charlotte North of the Mac. The, the Mac. And yep. No, literally. Well, she really, truly is. Um, what other crazy things have been happening? Oh, even the UNC versus BC game. That was wild too. And so now it's UNC, Northwestern, BC, and Syracuse in the top four right now. That was another really good game. Um, I love Syracuse, you know, solely because upstate New York. Well, UNC plays Duke this Thursday at eight, which will be a really good game, I think. Literally, so we've had some crazy upsets, which I just think makes everything more exciting. Oh, yeah, it's boring when the team you think is going to win wins. Yeah, exactly. And I love an underdog, so I love underdogs and I love drama. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I won't even deny it. <sighs> I know you can't. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and other big news. I feel like I haven't talked about this, but if you didn't know, I gave up um, TikTok for Lent. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was honestly cathartic. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm not going to say I feel like a different person, but Stop do it. I, but do I? Yes. <laughs> because like, like now, like I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I just don't, like, I just, my goal was to not feel the need to go on TikTok to like want to go on TikTok if I whatever and that's what I do now like I know it's only been three days but um anyway I feel I don't know I feel like I am more aware of how much I'm using it which was kind of my goal so I'm like yeah I'm like happy about that I was just talking because Sam my okay my one one of my friends at law school Sam that I studied with all the time he goes through phases where he deletes TikTok and we always compare our screen time. And so I try to keep mine under four hours every day, which I know sounds insane. Okay. Also speaking of rankings and really great news, um, this episode, as you all know, is the part two of our interview with Haley and her team is now number four, which is huge. Go bug now. Woo, woo, woo. And they beat army. Yeah. And if you remember, um, from, I actually, I don't know if it's in this episode or if it's in the last one, but I think it was in the last one. If you mm-hmm. remember, or you will hear today that Haley talks about how Bucknell was like the, the team to beat. It was like, okay, it's just Bucknell, like whatever, um, nonchalant when teams are playing them. And Haley was talking about how she wants to work to change that and work to change their, um like reputation reputation yeah yeah and they're doing that (laughs) yeah so huge we are super happy for her and it's just great it just goes to show you how it really just takes determination and someone to believe in you oh yeah they beat army by a good bit it was 1812 let's go um their next game uh well it's tomorrow but their next game after this comes out will be um saturday the 23rd at bu and you can watch that uh on espn plus so we'll get another win there and then tomorrow they play loyola but that will be when this comes out that will be yesterday so we'll see how that goes yeah um yeah but we're super happy for her yeah absolutely with that being said We really hope all of you enjoy the rest of our interview with Haley and that you get some good insight on what it's like coaching at a D1 level. And we are really excited for you to hear the rest of this and please support her in her endeavors and cheer her on. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. So how did you end up playing for the Baltimore ride. How did that occur? When did you realize it was an option? How did you say yes, et cetera? Yeah. Very interesting process. Um, I, well, I think it's interesting. It's not how everyone else really got into playing professional professionally. Um, so I didn't enter into the draft cause I didn't know when it was, I didn't know how to do it. My coaches didn't tell me anything about it. <laughs> 
So I was kind of like, like, hmm, sucks. I guess I'm done with lacrosse now. Like, <laughs> but then like I got asked to play in the all-star game and I was like, one more game. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So funny. But, um, so it was actually the same day that I accepted my job offer. So accepted job offer to work in New York City for a media agency. And then that same afternoon, I get a text from my coach and was like, hey, Forrest Stillwell, who at the time he was coaching at UMass Lowell, he was like asking if you would be interested in playing professionally, like, would you? And I was like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a hundred percent. Is the sky blue? Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, let me think and about it. Right, like what? Oh, I just said, let me think about it. Oh yeah. Like, mm, <laughs> like you said yes yesterday. I don't know. <laughs> um, but so then he ended up giving me a call and kind of just giving me the basics of it. And I was like, yeah, hundred percent all in. It's like, mm-hmm. I just have to double check with my job that like, if there's any weekday games that they're okay with it, considering I literally just, I haven't even worked there yet. Yeah. And I mean, the, my job was fine with it. They're like, yeah, just use a vacation day or like a personal day and whatever. And I was like one of the only people without a name on my Jersey since I technically joined so late and like, didn't get to pick my number or anything. Um, And so, yeah, when we went to the certain practice, the one practice where we got all of our gear and stuff and all four teams, I think four. Yeah. Um, when like, I was like, I didn't feel weird that I didn't have a name because it was not like we were wearing our jerseys or anything, but I was also like, oh my God, like these, like some of these players are really freaking good. Like <laughs> I've watched you play like Kayla Trainer, What's up? My God. <laughs> and yeah, the one thing I disliked about the league was they didn't really keep stats Hmm. or anything. Interesting. So when the league folded and people were like getting pulled into into the WPLL, like Mm -hmm. I wasn't even a consideration because it's like, who the hell is Haley O'Hanlon that played at Colgate? That I was probably one of the top scorers in the league. Like I had at least two goals in every game, like, and just some nobody from a not great division, not a top 20 division one school. Um, So it was a little unfortunate, but it was also, I mean, playing, I mean, great experience. I definitely was not in good enough shape at that time (laughs) to like, if I were to play that summer from sitting at a desk all day. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess a blessing like in disguise, but like would definitely still love to be playing, but at least I still have lacrosse in my life coaching. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it was really funny because even, so I had a really bad practice at that one practice. So my coach at the time, he was, John Sung was at Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's probably like, oh God, this girl sucks. Like why, why do we take her? Like, and then I like got into the first game and had like two or three goals and was taking the draw and stuff and then ended up starting the rest of the games. So I was like, take that. Like, I am good. I do know how to play. I do know <laughs> I what I'm with, doing. 
<laughs> Only sometimes. Your redemption. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it was fun. It was it was like it was really cool to play. Like it was really cool to not be the best on the team and play with casual flex. <laughs> that is the it was really it was a great humbling experience but like, to not no, like that's not what I mean. <laughs> like to have, throw a pass like and it not be on their stick and like be able to like know they're still going to catch the ball like right. be able to rely on other people and not like be the one expected to be scoring the goals or right like, okay yeah 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 pipe down <laughs> so, feel like after the explanation it made more sense <laughs> okay cut that out <laughs> no that was so good oh uh, no 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 we're gonna leave you you said whatever i wanted <laughs> Yeah, I lied. Liars. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm reporting the podcast. <laughs> oh God, I didn't wait. make that a contract. I just realized <laughs> your number your number was 45. That's so such a weird number. Yeah. I mean, well, who wants 45 is definitely just an extra jersey they had out there. Yeah, I was gonna say that's like a goalie number. They're like, yeah, that girl who we were impressed with, 45. Put me in goal. <laughs> that girl from the toothpaste company, throw her in goal. Fun fact, Colgate University has nothing to do with the toothpaste. I know. I know. I just think that it's... Yeah, I mean, I hear the joke all the time. You see it. <laughs> I know, because I feel like the first time I ever met you, I was like, oh, and you were like, no, it's not like the toothpaste. And I was like, okay, sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> well, maybe you guys were like sponsored or something. Jeez. <laughs> Remember when I thought you were engaged? Wait, what? Very vividly. Very. We were in the storage closet. Yes. I don't know why I thought that. I swear I saw you wearing a ring. It was like, don't you like have at least have a boyfriend or something? I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> don't you at least have a boyfriend? <laughs> no, like, I could have sworn you were like dating or like with someone. And I was like, uh-uh. Yeah, no, like, cause I like, I would like hear you talking like Jesse about like a, maybe a guy and it could have been like your brother or something. <laughs> and um, then I was like, I was like, oh. And then I th- I swore I saw you wearing a ring and I was like, I mean, oh. I always wore a clotter ring on my right hand. Okay, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I just saw that. But I was, I remember being like, oh, like, like who's your fiance? And you're like, he's like started laughing. And I was like, what? Yeah, you're like, I don't get it. So what's funny? <laughs> the fact that I'm very single. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, de- I have a Snapchat of it saved somewhere. Like, ah, one of my players just thought I had a fiance. Like, it was lit. And honestly, just so much funnier that we were in the storage closet. Like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the ep- the epitome of Wilkes. That, the attic. Delaney's <laughs> <laughs> dead. I just, like, never had a penny in college because my freshman year, I walked on late and so I was too late so I got just like this random penny that is just like three times is too small for me and I was like okay and then uh the second time we got pennies just I I don't know what happened like I wasn't included on it so then they had to order them late me and Sophia both and um 
the number was like not we had the number but we didn't have Wilkes lacrosse printed on the front of it and then i finally get a penny with Wilkes lacrosse and my number girl at a clinic took it and i was like (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i would be so annoyed i was like are you kidding oh this wasn't meant to be no i know and that's when we were up in the storage closet and that's when we realized that my penny was gone (laughs) tell okay so you said that you obviously stopped playing professional like did you did you only play for one season yeah and then the league folded there was talk like before the league folded there was talk of starting a box league so in the winter we would be doing something but then that never got put into the works and I texted Forrest, the guy, the coach who called me originally. And I was like, uh, so like, I think I sent like a meme and I was like, so is the league and like RIP. And he was like, yep. Oh, that's sucks. <laughs> like, yep. You're like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> sounds good. Now, well, now I'm really washed up. <laughs> so and you're like, I didn't even see that one coming really. Yeah. Nothing you have said like is normal. Like, and you're like, well, you know, I'm the best player on the team. So it's nice when other people can catch a ball. And you're like, not a big deal. Like, what the, geez. I mean, I, I wasn't drafted, like- but they called me. So I, <laughs> literally, literally, I didn't even sign up for the draft. They called me. <laughs> you're making it sound cooler than it is. All right. <laughs> you are making it sound cool. They needed extra bodies. They weren't actively seeking for Haley O'Hanlon to play professional lacrosse. I think you're downplaying it. I agree. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so how did you decide to like get your master's and come to Wilkes? How'd you end up here? My dad had the idea of how about you go get your MBA? Um, so yeah, I was like, all right, MBA it is. And I don't think I would have gone. I was specifically looking for grad assistant programs. I don't think I would have gone if I had to pay the full price because that's just a lot of money to dish out, especially since I don't have business prerequisites. So that's extra classes to take and would have to pay for and decided a little late in the game. So a lot of positions were taken. So I was interviewing at Manhattanville and at Wilkes. Those are the two places that it was narrowed down to my God, and honestly what it came what manhattanville it's like 10 minutes away from me oh my god i mean i was, would have said we could have hung out but i would have been done by the yeah. time you got there <laughs> true <laughs> <laughs> let's hang out just kidding <laughs> um but I mean, the old, like my parents were kind of pushing Manhattanville, like it's closer to home, like you could commute oh. from home. Um, I think it was like ranked technically like a little higher than Wilkes for their program. And, <laughs> but honestly, what it came down to was like Sarah and Jesse. Cause I was like, I'm going to be working in a very close quarter in very close quarters to these people. Like I'm going to have to get along with them, enjoy being around them, like whatever. And so that's honestly what was the deciding factor. And after I was there for like a couple months, maybe like the first semester. So I'm like the worst, I usually the worst decision maker. And my mom was like, I'm so 
like proud that you made this decision because like you now have like such great friends you're like around such great people and I was like mom thanks <laughs> I was like, oh, like I am though I mean and now like look like Sarah is one of my best friends literally went to her wedding yeah don't think that would have happened if I made the other decision absolutely right but yeah so I would say that that was kind of my process in getting there even knowing the area <laughs> and everything I mean I don't they didn't I saw it during the day and really just saw the campus. So. Yeah, that's probably what I need to show you. They're like, this is it. There's nothing else. No, li- that's literally when I, when I visited with, when I met with Sarah, when I, I mean, I had already committed here and I, it was Sarah and Jesse and we were like walking around. She was like, well, because of COVID, we can't go in any of the buildings. So we're just going to walk around. And I was like, okay. And we literally probably, we probably walked around for like 10 minutes and then we drove to the field and she was like, that's it. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Cool. See you in a month. <laughs> oh God. I remember like driving to Wilkes for the first time and, um, I was it. I don't know if it was the first time, but it was one of the times with my mom because I went like a couple times because I originally applied for the pharmacy program for all so this whole thing. Um, but we drove down like is it even Main? I guess it's Main Street. I don't know. I'm bad with road names, but it's the one that Towers is on, Main, I think. And it like had all of these boarded up windows. And my mom was like, This is where you want to go to school. Are you sure? Look at me. Are you sure? Yeah. Nod your head. Blink twice if you're being held at gunpoint. Yeah, like, are you, are you safe? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> no. Like, yeah. <laughs> sure thing. Safe. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. So you get to Wilkes. You're here for two years. How did you feel about like being a GA? Like, what was that experience like for you? Um, how were you able to like time manage? What were some of your responsibilities? Um, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Sarah, she was like, you're only going to be here for two years. So like, I don't want to give you things and then like have to teach someone else or like, you're going to yeah. leave and yeah, whatever. So um, it was kind of nice to have more time for school yeah. to do the school work. Like you could even do it in the office and then just do like whatever little tasks that we would have to get done. Mm-hmm. Um but like, it was pretty, I was used to working in like a pretty like typical job description can work in a fast paced environment. Like, yeah, used to, <laughs> was mm. used to that from being in New York city that like coming to a GA spot. I was like, Oh my God, so much free time. Like, yeah. go like work out in the middle young. of the day can go grab lunch, like then head out to practice. Um, but, and like, I knew that got like playing D1 to D3, that I was going to be different, but I'm, I was like, I don't care if the team isn't good. I just care that the team's going to try hard and is willing to learn. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> Those are good expectations. How do you feel like you helped the team improve while you were there? Um, I mean, this might sound dumb, but I think like playing with you guys in practice and like showing you versus like sometimes the verbal explanation, like doesn't get it across versus like when 
any coaches would hop in. It's like, oh, okay, now like I'm gonna go in and replicate what they were doing. Um, just like to kind of show that what we're doing, like we're not setting you up for failure. We're telling you things that are gonna make you successful. And yeah. shout out to us for getting the most conference wins in oh. how many years? <laughs> yeah. How many, how many was that? I think it's most since 2016. Yeah. How, but how many is that? Two? I think so. But I feel like we got like three. I don't know. I yeah. think no, I think it's two because I never won two conference games in my entire college career. Yeah. I really, I really think we're going to beat that this year, if I'm being honest. I really hope so. Same. And maybe, maybe that's because all of Kings' best girls quit. And um, like, same for lots of other teams, but like, we'll take who we can get. Use that to your advantage. Don't you don't owe anyone an explanation of every, why you're winning? Exactly. I mean, like the MAC is one of the hardest conferences in the area, and like I, like Kings and Stevens, and or not Kings, Miz, FDU, Stevens, like they're good teams. That's nothing to scoff at. Also, sorry, I was just looking up Manhattanville's um, graduate programs, and it's business leadership, finance human resource management, marketing, um, communication management, sports business, and entertainment management. So nothing even remotely close to science. Got it, got it, got it. I'll kiss that dream goodbye. Sorry, babe. (laughs) Oh, gosh. What are some of your favorite memories that Wilkes? (laughs) Getting to ring the bell. True. That was great. (laughs) Um. Let's see what I mean. It's COVID kind of messed up both the years I was there, <laughs> so I think that's also why I wanted to stay in coaching because I was like I didn't get the lacrosse out of my system because it never had a real season coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the wins. I remember even after we beat Arcadia. That's who we beat, right? Yeah. Okay. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm remembering correctly. I was like, am I just saying it the wrong school? But like, like you guys storming the field and like Sarah being so excited, just like hugging me. Her like, her like on her own, like sobbing. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But like definitely got to be top moments coaching you guys. And then just, I don't know, you guys are all weird and kept things fun. (laughs) Weird in the best way. Yeah. Yeah. It was either yeah. that or be miserable. So <laughs> love that for you. Love that mindset. Try to try to try to keep it, try to keep it light, try to keep it positive. True. Yeah. So after you, I mean, obviously like the GA position was coming to a close in two years, you knew that. Um, how did you end up where you are now? So with COVID, I was assuming that coaching jobs weren't going to open up too much Mm -hmm. um so I was like okay like getting ready to go back to like applying to corporate jobs and just getting back in there but then one day when like I kind of came to terms with like probably not coaching um the Bucknell head coach I got an email from her asking if there was any 
would be any interest if I wanted to coach. And I was like, I think I immediately called my mom or dad and I was like, this email I just got, oh my God. Yeah. Um, it was probably like in March. So it was like going to be finishing up my MBA in two months. And so as I said, I came after one of our games, drove to Bucknell. That's where I like met the head coach in person. Um, honestly, the interview process was very long, <laughs> um, but it came down to Bucknell and LaSalle and the LaSalle head coach is one of my old assistant coaches. So like that made it also a harder decision. Cause I was like, I know this person, I'm comfortable with her. Like I know her tendencies, how she acts or like, but then you have Bucknell, like more like well-known university, like great academics yeah um middle of nowhere Pennsylvania but like already did that at Wilkes so (laughs) and Colgate middle of nowhere New York so pretty familiar (laughs) with middle of nowheres um and just after weighing the pros and cons Bucknell just made more sense whether I want it like whether I'm going to continue coaching and moving up in the coaching world or like even going back corporate or even if I do end up applying yeah. to become an FBI agent. Um, it just was kind of the smarter decision. Um, yeah. And also just being familiar with the Patriot League, formerly playing in it, um, know it really well. So even on the recruiting side of it, have experience to talk about. And I'm not too far removed from the recruiting process and playing in college. So it's like, can also kind of relate to them in that sense also. Very nice. Yeah. So what are you just like loving about it now that you're in it? And what are you looking forward to this season? How's the season going? Like that kind of stuff. I mean, the thing I'm looking forward most to is hopefully like working to transform Bucknell women's lacrosse because They've had such, like, everyone thinks of Bucknell as an easy win or, like, not that good. I mean, and it was even that way when I was playing against them. Like, it, our coaches would ream us out if we lost to Bucknell because that's a game we yeah. should be winning. Yeah. But that also comes from, like, the culture and the mindset of <clears throat> being more of, like, the social college student than – focusing so much on lacrosse or like mm-hmm. academics obviously in there because if you don't focus on that you're not going to do you're not going to be eligible to play because your grades are not going to be good um but yeah I think we're um we're going to change like the culture and even even though I wasn't here last season um the players and the head coach she was like we are a better team this year like our freshmen are stepping up. I mean, we had a freshman start in a Patriot League game for her first start on Saturday and absolutely crushed it. So it's like nice to see that and knowing that people that young are able to contribute and knowing that classes coming in are going to contribute and make the program better. Um, They like lacked consistency in the past because of so many coaching changes. So now I know like my boss now she bought a house here she plans on staying here for a while um and so like 
having that consistency, actually being able to build something is probably what I'm most excited about. But my season, now that we're in Patriot League play, like I'm most excited to kind of, again, like shock people because I don't even know the last time Bucknell has made the Patriot League tournament and our preseason um, ranking was eight out of 10 and the top six make it. So just like proving to them that we're not eight, we're not, we don't belong to be, we don't deserve to be that. Mm-hmm. It's just the past that has kind of contributed to that ranking and understandable, but now we have to take that and kind of have that light a fire and be like, nope, right. we're becoming a new buck now, we're transforming and we can beat teams that we're not quote expected to. Yeah, there is nothing more exciting than an underdog. Yeah, absolutely. And we're one and one in the Patriot League right now. Big game against Colgate tomorrow should be really exciting. But I hope um, they have fires to, since I played there, I'm like, please beat them. I'm, yeah. I'm now, I'm now a bison. Let's yeah. crush them. Right. <laughs> um, I think it's really funny that you're coaching at Bucknell, which is like, like Wilkes started as Bucknell's like satellite campus. Mm-hmm. I think that's so funny. I forget who like told me that. And I was like, oh my God, I had absolutely, absolutely. No. Maybe, was it you? <laughs> you might've been you. Honestly, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, someone told me and I was like, that's actually, it's such like a random yeah. like, connection also. Right. Sure. But, um, well, yeah, we are really excited for you. It sounds fantastic um I'm really excited to watch your team I mean like I love like keeping up with you and Sarah and like and now Ash and Cam are like starting their um summer team and it's just like fun to like have friends in the little lacrosse world and watch all of their games it's it's great yeah Yeah. I mean being a coach like I've watched more lacrosse games than I ever have like not including the film I have to watch to prepare yeah. for games but like on a Sunday or Saturday like I'm laying in bed and I'm like hmm let's see if anything's on ESPN plus where in the yeah. past, like, I'll just check the score later I'll go do something I'll like watch Netflix and just check scores maybe right right yeah. mm-hmm. but now yeah. that like more involved no more players and yeah it's super it's super exciting to be on the coaching side for sure yeah Wish I was playing still, but <laughs> washed up, <laughs> getting old. You can you can join a beer league or something. <laughs> I don't know if they have that in Lewisburg. <laughs> what advice do you have for listeners that are either trying to be recruited by colleges or even just playing lacrosse in general? What is your biggest piece of advice? other than don't play like a freshman stop worrying about everyone else stop worrying how far along how much better someone is than you stop worrying about what camps they're going to what schools are contacting them people are so focused on oh my god this girl's talking to this school or she this girl's so good like i'll never be that or maybe she's not that great, but is getting attention. Like stop worrying about everyone else, even in college. Don't worry what anyone else is doing, but yourself. It's really important to just focus on yourself and come up with a list of things that you can do better, what you're good at, things like 
always there's always room for improvement but that's only that's not going to come from comparing yourself to someone else or making excuses right so i would really just say like really just focusing on yourself um but in not saying like be a selfish player on the field but um like really just I feel like everyone nowadays is just like worrying about so many other factors and it's like just worry about yourself what can you do to get better how are if you're not the one that's out on the field playing if you're on the sideline what are you doing to contribute to the success are you cheering for the team are you doing extra wall ball after practice so like just I would say that um I don't I feel like if outside of if I wasn't in the coaching world if I was still working in New York city or doing whatever. I don't know if that would have necessarily been the advice, but mm-hmm. after seeing high schoolers and college players and yeah, like just stop being so worried about what everyone else is doing. Right. I think in life, that's a, that's a good piece of advice to have. Mm-hmm. Like even if like someone's trash talking, you're like, Oh, I heard so-and-so said this whatever. If they're saying that you're a shitty player, say, okay. And go show them that you're not a shitty player. Yeah. Don't be, don't go gossiping to so-and-so. I mean, like, I can't believe that Delaney said this about me or like yeah. making it bigger than it is because if someone, well, first of all, if someone's shit talking, then clearly you're doing something that you're on their mind and you're probably not trash. They're just in an unhappy place and are using that to make themselves feel better about themselves. Um, so I guess that's another piece of advice, like just let things roll off, whether it's a coach, a teammate, a parent, an outside fan, like just let it go. Yeah. The more you build up anxiety or build up things to make them bigger than they are. Right. Worse mental health, you're playing, like everything will be. So yeah, I mean, some things hurt, some things suck that you hear, but the longer you let it linger is the longer it's gonna impact you in a lot of different ways. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Totally agree. I feel like we got pretty deep right there. Yeah, seriously. We've been all, all over the place. <laughs> seriously, roller coaster. I like it. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, yeah. It's been great. I mean, you've been sitting here talking for like three hours. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, sorry, it's a little uh, lengthy. No, it's great. It's great. I'd rather have a lot of content to share than yeah, this, this have is, a conversation. This is, this is like four weeks that we can just push out of the way because we don't have to record again. So. <laughs> Final season is approaching quickly. <laughs> um, yeah, seriously. Uh, don't miss that. I bet. Yeah. yeah, so thank you for coming on. Thanks for talking to the listeners. If you want to like plug yourself, um, Instagram, TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. You can catch her on the sidelines of Bucknell's upcoming games. They play Colgate tomorrow. Yeah. At uh, 5 p.m. on ESPN Plus. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. When and this comes out, the next one you'll be able to watch would be versus 
army, I believe, also on ESPN. Perfect. But there you go. Yep. And you can watch um, uh, our games at wilkesuniversity.com or something, athletics. <laughs> anyway, um, and always you can follow us on Instagram, Chicks Six Podcast, and you can email us, Chicks Six Podcast at gmail.com. Anyway, as always, Delaney. We will catch you on the flip side. Bye. Uh, We will. Bye. Bye.